Let's get ready to podcast! Okay, I want a good, clean podcast. One round, 15 minutes of pop culture. No shots below the belt. Go back to your corners, and when the bell rings, I want you guys to come out swinging. Okay, here we go. It's the Mike and Podcast. Let's get it on! Uh, hello, uh, my name is Pat Twist. My name is Mike Rainey. And we're here again with another episode, a thrilling episode. <laughs> your, your demeanor right now doesn't seem thrilling. The mic and, well, I'm, I'm building. You're building, I'm, to, my bad, my bad. Uh, you know, um, another episode, a thrilling episode of the Mike and Podcast. I am ready. Um, we're going to be talking about... Ready for this? I am ready. I'm like I'm here to talk about whatever it is that you say we're talking about. Sequels. I like it. Sequels that are better than the original film wow. that they follow. Wow. Um, Rare gems for sure. I feel like, or maybe not so much as we discussed. Uh, there, 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 there is a, there's an ample number of them now. Okay. Um. I would say the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s helped deliver sure. us. Well, now there's like uh, everything you know, gets a sequel. Exactly. Now. Um, but you know? we're, excuse me, <clears throat> we're not talking about reboots. Um, we're not talking about reimaginings. Can I ask a quick We're question? We're not talking about remakes. What if it's a reboot slash sequel? Sometimes that happens. That's. I think that those are rare. Just for the purposes of the conversation, a situation like the vacation with Ed Helms. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess... Um, not that it would... It's definitely not better than the original, so it doesn't really... It's weird, because I would still call that a sequel. It's a uh, sequel. Uh, because... Not a reboot. The characters from the first one are in that movie. Spinoff? Uh, I, I, I'd lean more towards spinoff okay. for that, that. But the fact that they called it just vacation, the fact they didn't even call it family vacation right or the next vacation exactly or vacation you know, or, next or, generation or vacation 2016 totally. or whatever the fact that they didn't do that but you know um but we're not talking reboots we're not talking reimaginings we're not talking remakes we're talking just sequels okay um so i'm gonna put 15 minutes on I'm the timer <clears throat> let's do it um, i can think of a few I've got more than a few. Please, I'll let you get going, and I'll um, hop in where uh, where I can. Because uh, hold on a second here. It's all uh, coming together. To my, uh, okay, here it is. Fifteen minutes. You think that some uh, many would assume? Well, nothing beats the original, but perhaps that's not the case. Um, but there's the ones that I'm sure people are going to say right off the bat without that I don't even necessarily. We we can talk about them. I, I'm not opposed. To, you know, like well, everyone goes Godfather Two. Totally, yeah, Godfather. You know, and. Uh, is it that much better than one? I am a, I'm, I'm a more recent Godfather. You know, I, I always knew it was great, and I thought it was great. It was actually your wife who sort of, you know. She's a I big know, Godfather she, She's a huge fan. Godfather fan. Yeah. And she kind of inspired me to sort of watch The Godfather again. And The Godfather is an amazing movie sure. that, to your point, Godfather 2 is not that much better than. Right. It's kind of cool because it's like a sequel slash prequel situation. Right. You get like amazing great actors in the same movie, and you get young De Niro playing, and you know Marlon Brando. Uh, it's great, but commonly believed to be better than the original. But to your point, maybe not that much greater. Uh, it, it certainly isn't the thing where they're like, "Oh wow!" It, you know, there were, right. there's certainly a, there's a couple of movies that, that are going to come up along this way. There, or again, there where the the first ones aren't bad, but the second ones are. Significantly better for sure. at least one particular reason or, or another. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I feel like most of the people the that are time. listening to this who know movies immediately before we start talking about like Godfather, they're going to think Godfather, Godfather two is going to be yes. like the quintessential. So you know, um, what? fuck that. We'll put so that aside. Forget that one aside. Yeah. You know, uh, I happen to enjoy it. I, I think Rob Ranola poo pooed this. I happen to enjoy the Godfather saga, they called it for a while, okay. which was one and two put in chronological order. Sure. So it didn't become two and one. It was one long-ass movie. Right. And I was like, 
which I liked better than either of the two separately. Okay. But, you know, that's just a recut. A, this is a exactly. whole. Exactly. Now we're not talking thing. about sequels. We're talking yeah, about recuts. Right. Full so, on. So no more Godfather 2. I want to talk to you about Superman 2. Oh, yeah. It was one of the first times that I remembered seeing a movie and legit being like, this one's better than the other one. Yeah, yeah. You know, like. I'm completely with that. Uh, you're like, oh, this is, you know, and and it, it ups, um, it ups, you've got much better bad guys yep. in two. And you get Lex Luthor. And you get Luthor, right, there. you got Lex, but then you've got the, 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 um, uh, the Phantom Zone, the Phantom General Zod. Zone Prisoners, uh, yeah. General Zod, and I couldn't even remember you. The, name you the other two right now. I feel like um, I feel like they called the big guy Bear. Am I making that up? Is it Bear? Uh, There's some. It's you know. good question. You know, um, and the girl had an interesting name yeah. too. That I, you know, but like, um, phenomenal. And, you know, Zod was just Terrence Dude, Stamp, such an amazing bad guy. What? But uh, Superman also like truly tested. His strength, like because right. you know, in the first one, you which is with a lot of these superhero movies, certainly, you gotta have that origin story. Totally. It takes like a whole yeah. bunch of time up, and uh, you but know, what's and, amazing about if you look back at Superman one, the Phantom Zone scene that sends Terrence Stamp and the, his, oh yeah, they, they it's exists. almost like they made it. And forgot about it. Well, they did it back to back. Of course, like they, 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 whole... they knew that they they knew that they had such a hit on their hands yeah. with one that they were when they were making one they filmed scenes for two. Right, and that's what people um, like you you people when I watched Superman the movie somewhat recently in the past ten years I was like oh yeah right the opening scene yep. is when they send those the criminals negative off zone, right to they the go into Phantom the, the Phantom Zone there yeah. and they send it and, and uh, Marlon Brando. Sends those criminals for crime is crimes against Kryptonians. Right into the in, in, it looks like a record album. They're, right, they're it's, floating it's, around it's a, in a, it's a in ridiculous a, a, thing, but it's still pretty cool actually. It is, but yeah. because and you know, um, what is it that lets them out of it? Uh, Superman. Something breaks. Something S- happens. Superman sends like them. a missile or a rocket that's gone off course into space. Right, and but he's in, like, I'm saving the world by doing this. Was but, that in one that he did it? Uh, I think it's the beginning of two. I could be wrong is about it? that. Okay. But, you know, and then so. Oh, no, you know what it is? It's the bomb on the Eiffel Tower. Correct. Isn't it? That's it's right. The, it's, you're right. And yeah. he throws that thing so far into space and happens to go right near the Phantom Zone. And then it puts but, them know, off it course. It shatters them, and they're like, we're free. We're, we're you know, free now. They go right down to Earth for, you to, know, son the, of Jor-El. The planet Houston. You know, <laughs> you know it's like amazing. He's like, where are we? And the, some <laughs> redneck's like, you're in Houston. He's like, the planet Houston. Son you know? of Jor-El. So much that even when I'm on Houston Street, I'm Street, Before, York, oh, sure. I'm, like, oh, I'm on planet <laughs> Houston Street. <laughs> uh, but it is better. And it's funny because my kids didn't like Superman the movie, but I think I need to unleash, unleash part two on him. One is slow yeah. and kind of not boring, but it's just not what they're used to. And you will believe a man can fly. Yeah, which I still do. The, the was, flying effects but are. But the thing is, like, even back then, that was like, they were like, that was, that's all they had to do to get you in the theater totally. practically. Yeah. Like, show me a convincing Superman flying. And people were like, Holy shit, I'll sit looks, there for that whole it movie. It looks fucking real, you know. And I, I, you know, I love two gets uh, a little uh, weird. What's though. his name? Uh, uh, Lex Luthor. Um, oh, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Uh, but uh, two two gets weird with the old. I'm gonna go to my fortress of solitude, communicate with whatever the artificial intelligence of my parents. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Tell them I want to marry a human, and they say. The rules. Oh no! Listen, they're, they're, you're going to lose your powers. There's a whole powers. bunch of terrible shit. Uh, yeah. Not terrible. Like there's a bunch of shit in the end. Like uh, that just straight up doesn't make sense. At but, one point, he rips the the S off of his chest. Yeah. And it grows in size to like a giant cellophane S. Totally. And wraps bear. I, I think, think the big guy. The big guy. In it, and he falls off into a crevasse. Yeah, and you're like, oh my god, and that's wh- it. You're like, wh- where did you get that from? That's Wait, all it takes. Your S, but also your your S, just the right. S on your uniform. And it was like, okay, wait a minute. Like, there's been plenty of stupid stories in the Superman yeah. comics over the years, in the '60s and '70s in particular. But like, this is you know, once you actually see something in mo, you're, you're seeing an, a living actor doing something, and these things that in comics you kind of. Look the other way. Totally. For. You All see of a sudden, you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So now, and even at the end, he's like, if you go in, the, even at one point, they have to have Lex Luthor being like, you went in there, and you 
You reversed it. You reversed it. You reversed it. You lost your power. He lost. They lost their. You get. You know. And you're like. So Wait. for for those of you who don't know the ending, Superman, he loses his power by willingly going into a chamber in the Fortress of Solitude. It takes his takes powers, powers away, away because he wants to marry a human woman. Right. For whatever reason, that's a rule. And then he, at the end of the movie, tricks General Zod and his cohorts into well. They put Superman back in the chamber. He, and he reverses it. Right. and But he has reversed the chamber, so outside the chamber, they lose their powers. And you're like, what? Wait you're a like, minute. Well, and when, the, you know what? When you're 10 years old, that care. shit doesn't matter. Totally. You're like, whoa, that's fuck why, it. That's why I got to show my kids soon, because dude, quite frankly. Because when you think about it too much now, you're like, what the fuck was going right. on? What, what is that now? Wait a minute. What like, happened? You know, what, like The Fortress of Solitude has that equipment? It's, the, it's like, no. It, it is the equivalent of the... Part one, Superman flying reverse around the globe. Sure, but you know what? You know, Fuck it. But it's, you know, everything it's a great about movie. it—the fight in the city. Yep. Where you know is that? That's a sweet outfit. No, that's or, that's part one. Is that one? Damn, oh, Jim, that's, that's a bad outfit. <laughs> like when that pimp looks at Superman, it's like great. There is a scene where the uh, they're blowing the things over, and the guys on the phone. Like, there's a lot more comedy. Yeah. In the second one, um, at one point, uh, Zod, all three of them are just blowing. Yeah. And. Creating these crazy gale force winds in Metropolis, and one of the phone booths blows over, and there's a guy on the phone who remains. <laughs> he's still talking on the phone. Yeah. His phone he gets call dragged away. is so important that he won't let go of the receiver. There's yeah. an alien blowing his, you know. Totally. But there are little things like that, like they get kicked into the neon signs, yeah. and the, you know. Uh, now, I, but ultimately, I think as a sequel, what you benefit from is we don't have to watch Clark Kent growing up. Yep. We don't need to watch the story of Krypton. Yep. All of a sudden we're, we're, you know, we the, start off right off the bat. Clark. Superman's a thing and, yep. he, and here's the new deal that's going to happen. New adventure. So uh, that's that, that was one of the first in my yep. memory that um, uh, I'll, 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 uh, I'll go to another one and I actually saw this one out of order. I saw The Road Warrior. Oh, I'm glad you brought this one up because that yep. was one that popped into my mind when you Some brought this up. Some people call it Mad Max 2 for the people that don't live in the United States. Yeah. The people that don't live in the United States call it Mad Max and 2. And some people um, don't know that they know The Road Warrior. Yeah. And don't know that Mad Max was a thing. Yeah. And those you know, people are, you know, they're... they're Stupid. Yeah. They don't They know, they don't know <laughs> like, what the fuck they're talking about. Uh, and but they yeah, know, so they, they think know. The Road Warrior is the first one. Right. And it's and, not. Uh, the, the 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 Mad Max has its has its moments. It's it's a much cruder movie. Oh sure, I much love it. Lower budget. Yeah, I but I but but I find the Road Warrior to be a better movie. Road Warriors, pound for pound, um, better movie. I saw them in order, and what I'll never forget, like having watched them in order, uh, you know, the Mad Max takes place in a semi civilized world. Sure, like the it's, not too distant future. Right, it's it's weird, but it's yep. there's still a police station, there's yep. still like stores, mm-hmm. and people still have gas stations and things like that. But then when you kick off the Road Warrior through voiceover, the the first two minutes, the first two are minutes like is the all war voiceover. Of the humans and the uh, things you know, like, got worse, and yeah. you realize that now this sequel to a movie that took place in a world that was somewhat familiar to ours now what? takes place in an apocalyptic wasteland. I don't know if they've ever done that. In another sequel, I, where they've so drastically changed the the world that the character was in, and that's enough to simply follow the character now. And it, like, totally, he's not doing uh, enacting revenge totally. on the death of his wife and kid anymore. Right, he's just a dude who's fucking. You know, driving around the wasteland. He's just trying to survive and get some gasoline. I just want know? gasoline so I can keep driving. And <laughs> this is what horrible existence. Uh, it's great the worst. movie. Uh, like uh, sixteen lines. Is that right? Is the amount of lines that Mel Gibson has interesting in the Road War? That's a and great I, factoid. And it's also so fascinating because you, you'd never really think about it until you think of, it. and then you're like, yeah, oh wow, he's not. Talking a shit ton totally. in that movie, you yeah. know. A lot of it's I'll drive that tanker. Right. You want to get out of here? You talk to me. Yeah, and, and like there's there's the, you know, every other character in that movie talks way more than he does. For sure. You know, Papagallo is uh, all yep. doing his thing, and of um, course the gyro captain. The gyro captain. Um, the feral kid, we find out in the end, has been talking in voiceover. Yeah, yeah, which but is he, great we, we, because <laughs> all, <laughs> and then you realize, holy, this is now the the clan's leader. You know, yeah, spoiler yeah. alert for those of you. You who learn seen. to talk 
after the road well warrior, after you know? i think well after um, <laughs> so well after uh, there's some humor in that movie too they're, they're like what I, I love when they're trying to fix the truck up and oh, they're yeah. like and they're talking in relay you got a crack case and cover they, on the timing yeah. gear <laughs> radiators <laughs> dry to the core so how long is it going to take you know uh you know 18 hours 18 hours 18 hours you've got six Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden the guy just put cut cut his time to a third. Okay. Like I forget what the math yeah, is, but it's a drastically reduced turnaround time to fixing the tanker. Uh, uh, and the guy's like, okay. And uh, there, yeah, there's some good scenes. Uh, yeah, there is some good comic relief with the uh, you know gyro captain, and uh, he's eating his like dinty moor or something, oh, sure. or, or like yeah. uh, you know cans of food, you know. But uh, so that's another one that that's I, a great that, one. I, you know, I love it. And if um, anything, just for the difference uh, to the original it's just sure. a completely um, different experience i gotta throw t2 in there also as uh, a okay another one that for me it's um you took a, a movie that was far less budgeted yeah the first one and were a you were now giving given a lot more money to spend and you can see it all over t2 sure like the, you know i mean it was the i love t2 i don't yeah. want to be a dick about it I, yeah. it's phenomenal mm-hmm. it's, it's great but we get into an area, I think, with any sequel that's better than the original, you, you kind of have to remember, without that original, like, there was nothing, then there was the original, and then the sequel has the benefit of that original. You know what I mean? Sure. The, the sequel so, has a couple things going for it in, in T2. I'm going to get into my sequel rule in a minute. Right. But in I, T2— I, I just mean to say, I, I will never forget when um, I first saw The Terminator. Like, The Terminator blew my mind. Definitely. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, the thing is, and here's the problem: they weren't even able to keep it a secret back then. They definitely wouldn't have been able to in this day and age, in the internet age. But if you watch T2 again, oh, dude, I know what you're the, the the reveal that Schwarzenegger is not evil yeah. this time is kept under wraps for the first 35 minutes of that movie. 100. percent And the, the that long? The, Do you think it's that long? Easily. There's right. there there. Uh, I mean, there there's the whole sequence in the beginning. There's there's the time with yeah. uh, at least 25 minutes. Yeah. You know, before you see Schwarzenegger, you're seeing Schwarzenegger do things and behave. You know, but you you haven't seen him be not the killer totally. when he's like when he's in that hallway. And he's got he's the, the gun Gunn, yeah. in the roses box, which is a little, you know, hint to the sequel to the soundtrack, which had, which was done by "You Could Be I, Mine," could I be believe mine. was a yep. song about you know. Correct. But he's carrying a shotgun in a box of roses, and in the back, like hallways of the of the the Galleria. And I only say it that way because that's what the T one thousand says. And they're like, "Hey, have you seen this board? You know, you know." They even make you think that the cop. Yeah. Is good totally the way the entire you know, first act of that mm-hmm. movie is shot so the viewer is expecting Schwarzenegger to be bad and the the great reveal when he's like get down yeah and and all of a sudden you also see and it's such a great thing. Like, got a little 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 it's one of the biggest ripoffs though when, like, you know when uh, when when um, when he shoots the T one thousand for the first time too in that hallway and is he. he, he you see the first reveal of what the T one thousand actually is. Totally, that he's some liquid metal thing. He's yeah, some, you know. Um, so you know, even it just the, the the effects themselves. I just remember um, to the idea of like, I, I it was a total trailer ripoff because I knew going into that movie that Schwarzenegger was now the good guy because right. literally the trailers yeah. did reveal it. And I remember yep. being like, I remember sitting there being like, oh, I wasn't supposed to know this. Like somebody yep. fucked up. Well, and the I'll, funny and thing I'll is, never... I saw it with my brother, my brother, uh, my brother Michael, who had no, he had no, like, he actually was like, "Oh my god!" This is like, awesome. He didn't have no idea yeah. because he had no idea that he hadn't seen the trailers. Yeah. You, you, you'd think, you'd thought that Cameron would have said, "Guys, when you when you make the, I, when you make the trailer, Cameron had to be pissed." You know what I mean? Like it's it's the, literally because I'll, I'll never you, forget. You frame I was like, that movie. You do that way. You film it that way, yeah. purposely. Only to have, you know, and it wasn't like the taglines and the posters said, like, this time he's, he's good. good. <laughs> right. Like, he's not terminating <laughs> anyone but the bad he's guys. He's only you know? terminating bad people. Yeah. You know, like. And I re- it, w- it was honestly like one of those things where I'm like, this is such a ripoff because I feel like I was yep. stripped of that experience because it w- it w- imagine how amazing that would have been. Like, your little mind would have exploded. Because well, Terminator uh, T-800 is one of the best villains in movie history. Uh, definitely. Oh, the first so one is terrifying. Back, the you know, first yeah. one, you know, and that's why even, you know, in 
Tescadero or whatever, wherever uh, the, the mental institute that that Sarah Connor's in in the second one, and uh, the guy that, that's her, you know, the the mental uh, the the guy that's her psychiatrist yeah. who sees Schwarzenegger, yeah, is like holy shit, like he's practically craps his pants because he may be one of those guys you know, that's in all of them too. I don't know if that's he's an in one, fact. two, and three. He's not in four. He's not in four. Which four was what? Salvation. Yeah, he's not in Salvation. That's the Mick G one. Yeah, I'm. Uh, which is in the future. It's in the future. Yeah. No, the last time we see that uh, that uh, Silberman, maybe. Maybe. Uh, because um, Doctor Silberman, I think, is his name. Uh, last time we see him, he happens to be for whatever reason in three. In the same uh, cemetery. Right. Yeah, that, yeah totally. Yeah. That, you know, there's no yeah. reason to be there right. other than to just see him and react again to, to 10 witness years Schwarzenegger later. coming out of the coffin exactly. with the guns. Yeah. And totally. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's but, a total. Um, total uh, so I, I put that one up there. I, the, the, now, uh, I'm going to jump for a second. I want to do, I want to jump uh, and talk about my rule of sequels. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, this, uh, this is, I what wrote a. What makes him good? Uh, uh, what did I say? What makes well, him good? That's, you know. Um, or or at least something that uh, uh, and now I should preface by saying that th- this this rule um, is enforced even more so when the movie series has made it to three movies. Mm. But I wrote a, a paper on this in college about how for a lot of movies, and I'll give you the examples to them in a second. But we've seen the hero or the antagonist, the, the protagonist. Wait, wait, who's the wait? The uh, protagonist. The protagonist. Yeah. Uh, the the main characters they've they've we've we've already witnessed them in the first movie. We know what they're capable of. We know what their limits are to a certain degree. We know what they've been through. What they you know, um, and many times um, the sequels up the ante. Sure. The second film, the the. In the series, we'll up the ante. Um, we'll go darker. Also, sure. we'll we'll say, okay, well, we know that X survived this, so we can't give him a lesser. That we've got to put him through the ringer more. Right. We've got to to test their limits. Um, and uh, Empire Strikes Back is 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 a is a perfect example totally. of that. Um, especially in a movie where there, there's a third where you. you you, you uh, hope or know that there might be a third where there's the potential to, like, Back to the Future 2 is another one. Sure. They uh, really Back drag Marty Back to the Future 2 and Empire Strikes Back both end on these cliffhangers of, like, holy shit, like, they're shit really went, fucked. Shit went bad. Han Solo's frozen in carbonite. Luke's lost his hand, found out Vader's his father. Like, they, they're, you know, Marty's trapped in 1955 again. Right. Like, you Doc know, and, Brown's and, in 1885. Exactly. There's no time they're, machine available. Totally. What the hell's you're, you're like, holy cow. Yeah. They, they really put these characters through the ringer. Um, Indiana Jones uh, is another Temple of one. Doom is a great one. Even though it's technically a prequel, it follows the movie <laughs> and they're like, well, okay. We really, I mean, it's, it's why Temple of Doom is from beginning to end, like non-stop action totally. and yeah. it's a definitely a darker movie sure. and he almost has his heart fucking ripped totally. out of his chest he's beaten um, up a know. little kid at one point man i mean and it's like he's I'm possessed gonna, i'm gonna throw lethal weapon 2 in there yeah. as like a movie that is as as suicidal as Riggs was in the first one his he's his his wife died which is yeah. why he was suicidal in the first one he finally finds love again in the second one only to have her fucking given some cement shoes and yeah. thrown off the uh, off a dock. Spoiler and, alert! And, you know, for those who haven't killed. seen it, yeah. uh, you know, absolutely, a big spoiler. And uh, but they they put these characters. Riggs is Ooh, almost dead at the end totally. of two. He's literally been shot multiple times by you know diplomatic immunity. Oh, dude, that's <laughs> one of my favorite sequel moments. Like when Murtaugh's like, just been it's just been revoked. <laughs> he goes against the book. So good. Another thing that's great about Lethal Weapon two is, and I'll never forget this watching it. Uh, you come in hot. Oh, it's movie. so amazing! It's the, the best way, the you know. Opening again, shot you, of that we're not movie. establishing the relationship between totally. these guys anymore. They're, they're literally mid chase. They're in hot pursuit. Chase. Like Riggs is yelling, loving and it. You know, Murtaugh's like, Murtaugh's it's my new car. Brand <laughs> was wife's brand new station wagon, yeah. and you're just like, this is just another day. Totally. 
for these guys. And of course, on, that you know, adventure leads them into a larger course, thing. No, but no, like but, I literally, I remember like I'm in the theater watching this thing, and I was pumped, dude. When I heard there oh, was a Lethal Weapon oh, two coming out, I lethal was Lethal Weapon pumped. came out. I forget what year, yeah. but I was not old enough to be seeing R-rated movies right. on my I think own. I saw yet. it on VHS. My dad took me to see it. I okay. was able to convince him to see it, and he loved it just as much as I did. Totally. And we both were like, oh, that was great. And like when Lethal Weapon 2 came out, we were there opening yeah, yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. And we were, you know. The, and the logo comes oh, down, and then like oh. the, immediately it's just like hot pursuit, dude. It's like. The cop sirens are going. They're, yeah, they're I don't know that there's there. ever a movie like that where I'm just it's like. It's so great. You it literally drop me right into yep. the action. And, uh. We'll talk about. We're going to do a whole podcast series on the Lethal Weapons series. We're going to do a whole podcast on the Lethal Weapons series, um, where we can go into how great two is. Can I just Um, make a note here? I'm I'm just realizing a few things as we're talking about these sequels. There's a few like, there's just a few odd things that have happened here. Like you know, Brando has come up more than once in this conversation. James Cameron is a guy who, between the Aliens and Terminator, is you know sort of sure. showing up in sequels that okay. are Mel Gibson has now come up twice in these things. I feel like there's a few performers and directors, or whatever, that for whatever reason orbit around these sequels being better. You well, know? Uh, these are these are hugely uh, you know. Uh, I, I want before we jump to that, I sure. want to finish the that's more the, just the a sequel note. That's rule kind of, thing, which is so we've put them through this the ringer. In the second movie, and the result is a third movie that all that that many times is much lighter, sure than than the second one was because they were they it's almost as if the 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 creative the directors the the writers were like, well shit I mean like we, what we, the hell else we can we, we we got it like that we we just did put them through the ringer and yeah. maybe we went a little too far <laughs> maybe right. maybe we you know if you look at Return of the Jedi you look at um. Last Crusade. You look at Back to the Future Three. You look at Lethal Weapon Three. Th- these movies are ultimately much lighter sure. in in nature. Yeah, BTTF Three is one of the second. They're one. just in the old west. You know, and it's and all just it, fun all and games. the problems with two have been resolved right. by the end by the by the in the first fifteen minutes of sure. three. Their only problem now is how do we get out of the old west? Right. And, you know, and, but and, it's true. Like you watch in BTTF Two, you're watching Marty go, you know, Back to the Future, Back to the Future, Future. Then back to the way past, gets stuck there. He finds out his mom is married to his Biff. Son, his father's like, dead. Biff killed his dad. Ho- Doc's horrible. been imprisoned for you know. It's it's a horrible yeah. uh, you know. Uh, you know again, Lethal Weapon Two is his new girlfriend's dead. He's been yeah. shot a bunch of times. You know, Temple of Doom's heart's almost ripped out. Uh, you know, uh, Empire Strike again. Even in Return of the Jedi, fifteen minutes in, Han's out of the carbonite. Totally. Luke's got his hand back again. The team's yep. back together, and we're like. Okay, let's get, you know, every, now let's just, you know. take a breather. Let's all mellow out. Uh, So that was, um, uh, I did not mention it in my sequels rule, in my, 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 sorry, in the sequels rules or uh, in the paper in college. Um, Coincidentally, I did, I did do a, 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 another paper on Cameron and and Scott and Mm -hmm. how they, uh, and, and their, their um, uh, sidebar, their, their, Desire or their movies that have very strong female characters. Sure. And yeah. Ridley Scott and James Cameron both. And it's just funny that in the Aliens world, they came together. You know, Ridley's got his yeah. own female movies with female characters. Cameron's got his. Cameron's got it. But they, they in the Alien world, they shared Ripley. Yeah. Uh, but what, what Aliens brought to the table as a sequel was like, well, what's scarier than one alien? Hundreds right. of a lot them. of them. Hundreds yeah. of them. I li- the I... first one was scary. Yeah, because they were in close, and but and and that's the rule of like, well, what you know, like, what do you do now? Totally. Hundreds, and of that's aliens. why it's a great. You just call it aliens. Yep. We're just going to pluralize it. Yep. I actually prefer the original. Like, I love them both, but like, sure. I feel like Alien Aliens comes up as one of those. Whoa, they really improved upon it. I actually disagree okay. with that. And it's two totally different movies. Yeah, one's an it's action movie. It's tough to... The first one's almost a horror movie in space, yeah. and the second one is an action movie. Are there any other, like, sort of commonly believed... Uh, see, like, for me, like, Dark Knight is a thing that people are like, oh, that's better than the original. I disagree with that. I, um, think, I think Batman Begins is a better movie. I'll give movie. you another one right now. Um, well, I, I actually... A lot of people think that the Dark Knight is better than the, you know. Yeah, I love um, it. Don't get me wrong, but I prefer Batman I think I probably would go with the dark me enjoying the dark knight more simply because of the joker. Right. 
that, you know, and the, and the character in the first, Raza, who was in the first one? Raza Ghoul and Scarecrow. And, you know, you're like, eh. It's a but tighter like, story for me, the you know, first one. You know, like the... One I don't agree with, that a lot of people, and it's a good movie, but it's not better than the original, is Christmas Vacation. Uh, a I... lot of people, to me, lo- and I, again, I love Christmas Vacation, too. It's got sure. some great moments. Yeah. I do not think it is funnier or better than the first one. I don't think it's funnier or better than the second one. Uh, there we have to disagree. I mean, I, European Vacation. Really? I think, I've, even when I was younger, I found European Vacation to be like a pale imitation of the first. I am a um, huge I should European probably revisit, fan. really. Yeah, I should yeah, probably I'm, revisit it again. Again, now I saw, it may be that European was the first one I even saw. Okay. You know what I mean? I maybe right. didn't even see, right. you know, but I remember, it, first of all, I was, I was young when I saw mm-hmm. it. We were on vacation at Hampton Beach, and we were like, "It's a rainy day. Let's go to the movies." Right. And there was there was bare boobies in that. There was there were bare boobies in the first one too. Yeah, but right? so like, but I believe, and I'm not sure. I'd have to look at. I'd have to yeah. search my memory banks. But European might have been the first time I witnessed bare boobies in a movie theater. Whose and are they? It's like a. It, it's in Germany. Rusty's making out with a with right. a beer. I think you see what's her name's boobies in the first one. I don't though. know if you do. Beverly D? Yeah. You don't, don't see know. Beverly D'Angelo's boobies in the first one? I can't say. Maybe I don't even know don't. if you see any. But the point is, I remember, I remember see, it Maybe felt like- Maybe there aren't boobies in the first one. It's <laughs> still rated R. There was things I that think. I was seeing as that I felt that I was too young to see, and I was like, oh, this is pretty fucking right. weird, man. You know? Well, so, whereas by Christmas Vacation, they started to go a little tamer. Sure. Uh, you know, still fun. I mean, I found right. I find Christmas Vacation to be my third favorite vacation movie. Uh, uh, sorry, my second. I was going to say the first one. The first one. The first, and it's close. But I just the 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 I just love the first one so much. Right. Um, I might go in order of release. Interesting. I'm okay. Not idea. Um, I think a lot of days nowadays people are like Christmas Day because it's also revisited every Christmas now. Right. So sure. people watch it more, and I think people shitters full. I I hear yeah. people quoting Christmas Vacation. Way more than any of totally. the other ones. Yeah, yeah right. You know? Well, because it's something you can watch with the family. It's something yep, that's it's you know, a uh, holiday film. Um, uh, I also, it's funny too, those movies, like a few other sagas that I can think of off the top of my head, it's like after a while you you start with the R rated Raunch Fest. Sure. And then you slowly and you reduce. Slowly you know, get gotta, a little more. I'll put, you know, Police Academy on that yep. thing. It was like first one's R, second one's PG 13, and then PG, yep. you know. Part four, by the way, is. The pinnacle of that series, Police Academy, Citizens on Patrol. We're going to do a series. On, we're going to do a podcast on that sometime. I would love. You might have to watch them yeah. all again. I feel like right. you need to, you know. <laughs> uh, but Revenge of, the, Revenge of the Nerds, too, I feel like was R-rated, like full frontal nudity, the whole right. thing. And oh, then sure. PG-13 is the next okay. one. And then you know, um, they just kind of, because they realize grown-ups are only going to go to this once. Grown-ups are only right. going to see Police Academy one time. Right. And really what's going to happen is the youngsters that sort of come to it later that are going to be more inclined to see the part, the part two. Um, there's a couple of series, uh, that have done that. Like you said, uh, you know, um, those are the two that, that, that definitely come to mind. Uh, but I, I want to jump back for a second to, um, uh, a couple of sequels that are, that I find better than the first we've maybe spoken to that, that it may not be a popular, uh, opinion. Okay. Um, I find, uh, Gremlins 2 to be wow. a superior movie to the first. Better. Um, a better movie. Um, I'm not saying that it's that Gremlins 1 is bad. I, having just rewatched Gremlins 2, la- Gremlins 1, with my kids last year, I was surprised at how slow it is. Interesting. And how um, how it's how how paced it, it it's um, whereas Gremlins 2 the is the new batch. The new batch. Um, the fascinating story is they were they were telling Joe Dante, "We want you to make a sequel." Warner Brothers was like, "We really want you to make a sequel to this movie." He's like, "I don't want to make a sequel to this movie," and they, they kept you know they 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 kept asking him asking. He's like, "Listen, I'll make a sequel to this movie if you let me do whatever I want," and they were like, "Okay." And, Guaranteed halfway through, they're like, and, what have we done? And they, well, you know, what have we you done? You know what you got to do? You've seen it, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But um, this is for our listeners. Google Key and Peel. Oh, yeah. Gremlins 2. And, <laughs> and it's a, it's it a, is one of the funniest Key and Peel sketches. Yeah. 
that either you want a talking gremlin that turns it, it's in the movie. Yeah, yeah. You want a lightning gremlin, a gremlin that's made out of lightning? In the yeah. movie. Jordan Peele <laughs> plays the script doctor who's just like, basically, whatever you want, we're putting it in the movie. And it's totally, it's clearly. Female trans- transgender gremlin? It's in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And, and when you watch it oh. as a fan of the new batch, it, it really plays as this sort of thing where you, you, you're like, wow, all that shit is in, the, in movie. the movie. They actually end the, the, the Key and Peele sketch with every one of those things is in yeah. the movie. And, and he, it is. And he, it's like, I think he is playing the, the screenwriter who's trying to keep a, he's trying to keep everything down to earth a little bit. And he's like, come on, guys, let's try to keep this like a realistic kind of telling. Uh, but that it is truly like the, the the wheels were off. Yeah, sure. And, and sure. Joe Dante was giving, you know, like it was. I'm going to revisit that two one. Two is sure. is almost a parody of one. Right. It was it, it is a full on comedy the way the first one had horror elements and comedic elements. Right. Gremlins 2 is straight up a comedy. Yeah. Um, Here They Grow Again is yeah, the- Yeah, Futterman's you know, alive somehow. Futterman's back alive, even right? though a, as far a, as we know, a, he got a tractor hoe like, went right through his house and crushed him. Yeah, do they ever explain you know? why Futterman's well, walking they don't, uh, the On vacation is, in the it, Big Apple? At the very- No, no, no. He's, oh, he's going to visit Billy. He's just going to- the, He's going to visit Billy. Right. Billy didn't know at the time that he was going to be- that, that Gizmo was going to get dropped in his lap, literally- you know, the day before. Right. But um, but you've got Phoebe Poor Cates Futterman, back. Man. <laughs> Futterman, the arc that well, that guy Well, you know, takes. the thing is, it's great, is that by the end of, like, he's he's bested the gremlins right. in two. Yeah. What, what he was so afraid of in one, he's come back to, and, you know, um, but there's a Batman gremlin. There's an electricity gremlin. Totally. There's a there's a, it's a in the Phantom movie. of the Opera gremlin. It's in the movie. Yeah. It's in the, you know, and... Uh, it's just I love it. It's so manic. Yeah. It's so but crazy. But better than the original. I I I um having watched the original again right. recently, I have to say that it's more fun. But and again, more, you, there would be no no, and you and you couldn't come in cold. None to the new of batch. the so much of the and not at all. There are multiple right. references to the first like movie. If you, where they even take they're even making it. They're they're in the control room of Clamp Tower, which is a combination of Ted Turner and Donald Trump. Yeah. Clamp, and um, and Billy is in there trying to tell the guards of the, the of the security guards like, do these things are loose in the building, and you can't lead them, and, and like you can't feed them after midnight, you can't let it, you know, and the guards like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, a minute. let me let me get this straight. So so if they're on a plane, and you give them food, and they go through the time zone, and you know they they travel into another time right. zone, or and the way and the guy's like, wait, I got one, I got one. What if there's a bit of food right, in yeah. his teeth, and he eats it before midnight, yeah. but he swallows the bit of food that was in his tooth? Dude, yeah, I mean, it, and you know, and they're laughing, and then while they're literally mocking this, the gremlins burst out of the out of the board. Just you destroy know. the guys. Yeah. Leonard Malton is reviewing Gremlins One, in Gremlins Two. Yeah. He's sitting in there being like, "Hi, I'm Leonard Malton. I want to. We're talking about Gremlins. It's worse than Root Canal, which is what he actually said. Sure. He actually reviewed the first he movie, and he hated it. They got him to be in the second one, and he gets attacked by Gremlins. And you're you're like, okay, this is so meta now. This has become so now. Question a little bit of a sidebar, but is this the birth of fan service? because literally I don't to, think any of the fans were well the fans were maybe joking around with some well, no, of these meaning, ideas. meaning meaning that like let's put it this way I mean the jokes in that movie are relevant to only those who know gremlins and oh, have, and have thought about it and um, you know where it's like I'm gonna make a movie that is gonna be so self-referential that it's I, kind I of I think only... it really was just Joe Dante having a great fucking time right, but he certainly made it for and, and he made it for fan I mean, like I don't think he made it for Anyone other than himself, first of all, right. and then fans of Gremlins. I guess um, you know the he fact definitely wasn't that worried about people not having seen Gremlins to come and no, see. No, the, the problem is I think he went too far. Sure, he made a movie that was so different in tone from yeah. the first one that people were like, "What the fuck did I just see?" Yeah. If you saw it in the theaters, by the way, at one point when you saw the, see the movie in the theaters, the film strip burns. Yeah. And Hulk Hogan stands up and points at the. It, it, all of a sudden, they cut to a movie theater. Right. In the it's a movie very bizarre theater. breaking of the fourth totally. wall because you're not Hulk looking Hogan at a movie points theater. back up behind us as if he's yelling at the gremlins in 
our own movie yeah. theater's yeah. projection room. And he's like, you better put that movie back on there, you know, or the hoaxer's going to come up there. And, blah, blah, you know. And they actually filmed a scene because that wouldn't work as well on home video. Right. They filmed that scene isn't on home video. Instead of the film strip burning, it cuts to snow. It flickers for a second, then it's like. And then they somehow dubbed John Wayne <laughs> doing the same thing, being like, you gremlins, get the hell out of that VCR and put that tape, put that movie back on. Yeah. And, you know, they're like, holy shit. Like, at some point, the Warner Brothers executives have been like, well, fuck, we said he could do well, whatever we want. we said he could do it, and we now it's, he's he doing do it. whatever we want. And I'm glad they did, because people if, who haven't seen it really should, because it is one of those insane, unhinged movies that, like, could only exist through Joe Dante and that ability to and you know, And, and do a studio being like, here's, you know, you know $8 million. Just do another one. Yeah. And do, you know, they didn't get, um, do a third, for sure. No. Well, it didn't, <laughs> you, know, one, you know. Uh, it, it's not like it didn't do. They always threaten the reboot on that one. Um, and they've, they've been doing that for a while. I want to bring another one up into the sequels that, again, for me, is a better. Uh, I'm going to stop this time. We've been going a little a There's little a lot long of sequels to talk yeah. about. This, uh, but I want to talk about Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. You like Bogus better than I do like Excellent. Bogus Journey better than Excellent Adventure. A similar, similar situation here. Um, one is almost tame and right. um, tame is a perfect word or not slow but in the second one they're like well we had these guys go all fucking through time what can we do this time yeah. and well we can kill them and have them come back from the dead we can have them fight robot versions of themselves it's we can in have the movie them- <laughs> it's in the movie <laughs> You know, uh, same deal. I'm a big fan of of Bogus Journey over the creativity, right. the 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 out there ideas, right. the exchange where just William Sadler is death. But again, I mean, um, none of it, you know. And again, this is just for the purposes of debate. Not it is all born from that original, like that insane unhinged right, antics. They, but they took something exist. and they did it. They they went that extra mile for right. me. They went. They it they seems took to me that past your, what. You know. What equals better to you is just a almost like a full-on devil-may-care. Sure. I mean, it's you know, certainly what works for me in the Fast and the Furious movies, which we've spoken sure. about. But, you know, it's yeah. like each one is more put, outlandish than the last. What if they put Indiana Jones in space? That would – I'd have a problem with that. I okay, didn't have a like problem it. with aliens in Indiana Jones's right. world in the Crystal Skull. But Indiana Jones doesn't belong. In what space. if, like the uh, film strip? What if you're watching the, the the Road Warrior and the film strip goes down and it's the Hulkster? In the I'm gonna, you, you know, know I mean? like I, I I'm I'm gonna have a problem with you that. You don't like that? I think it tends to work best with comedies. Com- <laughs> Where we're, we're just right. So we're already if Weekend at Bernie's wants know, to uh, sure, break the fourth if, wall, that's sure, okay. If, if in Aliens, Hudson was all of a sudden like, "Hey, <laughs> you turned that movie back out," you're gonna be like, "Wait, what the fuck just happened?" What, I think this whoa, seems like a pretty whoa. good reboot, actually. <laughs> the break of the fourth wall. I'm into it. Uh, I, right, I want to throw good uh, call. In comedies. It, it works. Comedies better. it right. tends yeah, to work call. better. I, you know, to wrap this one up, I want to talk about how there's been a recent. There, there, because of um, it used to be that a sequel came out if it was better, you it was a rarity. Sure. Um, but uh, I want to talk about some or just mention some really that recent though, like Toy Story two and three, better than one. I think three is you know? definitely three my favorite. better than two, better than one. I think three, me, one, you know? two, three, one, two. I think what I me. liked about two was that it it reversed the whole. Yeah. You know, Woody was the you know like in in. In two, they had to go. In, in one, Woody had to go get Buzz back. Totally, he, you know, he, yeah. he'd screwed Buzz over, and they had to go rescue him. In in two, the the, the tables turned. The whole gang they had to go get Woody. Yeah, and you got the collector played Great by setup. Newman. Totally, uh, you know. Well, honestly, but, one, of, one of my favorite scenes is when they have the uh, toy restorer come in. Oh yeah, and do the whole work yeah. on on Woody. It's such the a collector. I think scene. they call him, or the, I'm not well, sure what his name is. Well, but Newman's the collector, owns, and then, he, yeah, so I mean the guy. Barn. He yeah. hires the guy to come in yeah, yeah, yeah. and paint away the Andy on the boot. Yep. It's just a great montage and everything. Yep. Great movie. Um, and I, I think three is even better than two. Three is my you know. favorite. Of the um, Spider-Man two with Tobey Maguire sure. better. better than but better than all yeah. the Spider-Mans, yeah. but better than the first Tobey Maguire yeah. one. Um, again, you don't have to deal with the heavy the 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 He's the already origin. Spider-Man. Everything's He's fine. He's in there. You know. Um, I kind of like Matrix two 
better than I, one. I, you've said that to me before, too. I, I, I don't agree with that one. I, and I, this um, is to me, again, because it's sort of like a lethal weapon slash bogus journey argument to the sense that we're like, we come in on Neo's already in the Matrix, and he's just scene after scene. Right. The set pieces, the action is just intensified and bigger and crazier and wilder than the first one. I guess what I think I love so much about one and having seen it again uh, somewhat recently is that like for the first half an hour of the first one, you're not even in the Matrix. Totally. Which is I well, you again, are, I guess, technically. Which is why, in but a way, you're not in the real world. You know, right. like, but you don't have any idea really what's going yeah. on. And and Neo's out on the ledge of a building, yeah. and you know he's listening to a cell phone. They're totally. like, run the, and you're like, what is going on here? For real. And yeah. then you, you, we are with Neo in experiencing the Matrix for the first time, right. and 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 understanding right. what's two, going on. Part two certainly lacks the mystery. Sure, you're but, you're uh, there. There is no yeah. red pill, blue pill. There there's right. no learning there, you know, and I do like two. I three three is its own, you know. I don't, I don't dislike two or three. Right. They were a bit of a bit of a disappointment for me, you know. Um, uh, to jump to a, you know, like I think I like Rocky two better than Rocky one. Interesting, yeah. You know, um, um I don't know. I uh, don't know if that's a popular conception. Yeah, I don't. Um, I think I'm going to go Rocky over that. Right. But that's one of the great sequels that maybe again, I kicks did, off. Maybe, Maybe right after the right, oh you know, sure, and the same with right Karate the Kid. You know, yeah, you know, um, Karate Kid one's the best, though, right? We know that, right? Oh sure, we're of not going to go. Okay. No, just no, want to no, make sure. Yeah, yeah, You've yeah. got some wild theories <laughs> on what you like, and I just want to make sure we can all agree yeah. that no Karate sequel Kid. to Karate Kid uh, or reboot. John G. Albertson. John, well, the same director of Rocky directed Karate Kid. And John G. Albertson. Yeah, dead now. I believe he died this year. Correct. Didn't he, you know? Just yeah. uh, so rest in peace, John G. Albertson. We'll talk about him in our year end special. You know. Um. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, if, if there are any, uh, can in, I can I mention some, one before? Oh, yeah, we go? yeah, sure, sure. Before uh, we wrap up, for here. anyone out there, yeah. that is going to be like, you didn't even mention Wrath of Khan, Star Trek Two, Wrath of Khan. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say, just for the record, two is definitely Wrath of Khan is far superior to the first. But Star I'm going to go ahead and say that it's the only good Star Trek movie. Oh no, uh, the Voyage Home. The Voyage Home's okay. I liked Voyage, it. Voyage Home's second best. I like it because. They they went for a little humor there, right? And they're time traveling, right? And they're in our time, and you know yeah. Spock swimming with the fucking with the uh, the whales. Sure, and, I you know, would put Undiscovered Country over Voyage Home. Oh, interesting. Uh, like okay. it's a weird bit of a murder mystery. It's kind of okay. cool. Okay, uh, but to me, Wrath of Khan. For me, it's Wrath of Khan, is, Voyage Home, and then the rest. But I mean, Wrath of Khan by like a long shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Wrath of Khan is the kind of, they've even basically remade Wrath of Khan. In the reboot, because they're like, oh, that's the one right. we're going to go to. And I've seen none you know, of those new ones, by the way. I don't really care. I know we're not talking reboots. Yeah. I don't really care. So we can do reboots another time. We'll do a whole We're also going to do one, I'll tell you right now, remakes oh. that I'm are finding... better than the original. Holy shit. Those are a little harder to come by, but they do exist, that's and I've got a, a list of them, but we're going to talk about that's those. going to be a nine-minute podcast. At another podcast. No, no, no. We've got There's there's plenty. All right. Well, but enough so that we can get a good chunk, you know, like- uh, but that's for that's for another. We'll you know we'll 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 do that another time. Um, I want to uh, I want to bring a little listener uh, mail uh, to end this topic. I want to read a um, a uh, an email from a uh, it says fan mail for Mike and Pat. Oh, good. This is I like that they're a fan. It's uh, nice. From uh, uh, Brian Hacken. Is okay. his name? It says. Thank you, Brian. Mike and Pat, longtime listener, first-time emailer. Let me begin by telling you how much I enjoy your show. Finally, dudes talking about the important shit in life: the Sandlot, Die Hard, and Keanu Reeves. A couple of thoughts and suggestions for you fellas. Rob Vernola is amazing. When is he going to become a regular? He's to Mike and Pat what Artie Lang was to Howard. Before becoming a degenerate gambler and heroin addict. Rob's already that, so it's okay. <laughs> Rob, if you're listening out there, you couldn't be more right about Police Academy being a film. Cinematic greatness with a tagline, freeze dirtbags. <laughs> Two, I think it's time to incorporate games into the show. The debate is great, but how about throwing in some trivia questions for each other or your guests? Oh, I like that. Three, 80s, early 90s action stars need a spotlight. It was a decade of epic stars, including Arnold, Stallone, Van Damme, Segal. Who was the best and why? 
and 4. The Sandlot episode was great, but I needed to shut it off because I couldn't listen to Pat chew his food anymore. Uh, wow. Pat, if you knew you were going to record the podcast, why not eat before or wait the 35 minutes and eat after? This is unacceptable, and I hope you don't continue doing this in future episodes. Now that that's out of the way, what were you eating? That's all I got. Keep up the great work, boys. Well, listen, as always, I want to thank you for writing in, Brian for sure. Hacken. Thank to you. Address, a lot of great suggestions. Address yours. Uh, you know, one, Rob Vernola is amazing. I don't know if he's ever going to become a regular, but we will probably have him back at some point right. on we, this we, show. We still have his you number. Know? Uh, and uh, we, we love him. Good guy. Uh, two, um, you are now this, uh, 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 a second or third person to incorporate to, to, to suggest incorporating games. Yeah. Um, uh, someone else incorporated uh, or wanted to us to incorporate uh, quizzes that he would come on the show and quiz us. Oh, I like and that. And see yeah, how sure. much we knew. I would encourage people you know, to email against in, each other. Yeah. Email in trivia questions you know? and we won't look ahead of time. Yep. We'll, you know. Uh, thirty. Uh, sorry, number three. Uh, uh, 80s, early '90s action stars. We we definitely. I mean, we we did. We we've done a whole podcast on the Rockies. Uh, uh, we haven't really addressed. I mean, it, it's more like it's more like that's a topic that's too big. You know, almost like let's do Schwarzenegger. I feel like we'll get let's there. Let's do no, Stallone. Let's yeah, do you know. It's sure, on the list of shit a great to talk suggestion. About. Um, and for uh, you know, um, I, I, you're the first person that's mentioned um, me. Uh, chewing and eating food. M- most of the people that write in ask me to chew and eat more. So, I don't know uh, that that's true. This is for you, Brian Hacken. Uh, I hope you'd realize that this podcast you've just listened to, there was no eating going on. That's largely because we're recording this one in a sound booth as opposed to where we normally do, which is just Gotta keep another it clean. room. We had to keep it clean so we couldn't bring in food. But I wanted to bring this one in just for you. I also demanded that we go in a sound booth so I could have an excuse to get Pat to stop eating. <laughs> doesn't always work. It doesn't always work. It's Uh-oh. clearly, well, you know. I want to say, uh, you know, great, great, good one on sequels. Yeah, it was really Better good. The, oh, do you have something? I want to give a shout out to mm-hmm. uh, Sam Giovinco. Okay. Wonderful uh, sound engineer here at uh, Nutmeg. Sam helping us out this yeah, time. Yeah, she graciously allowed us to use a room, and uh, we appreciate it. And we're going to clean up all this shit before tomorrow, we promise. Absolutely. Yeah. And, Thank you, uh, Sam. Uh, uh, This has been uh, Pat Twist. This has been Mike Rainey. And uh, we'll see you next time.